Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to a live edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking Atlanta Hawks Media Day. We're going to be talking um, season primer and... uh, we got a special guest today, so stay tuned. Keep it locked, Atlanta. It's the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Back again. Uh, year 10 of the Hawks Beat Podcast celebrating uh, celebrating a decade, man. This is year 10 for us covering the Hawks, man. So uh, we got a little seniority in the place, right? A little seniority. I know you guys aren't really used to uh seeing my face which is a good thing you know what i mean my face is kind of built for radio so um we decided to do a live episode tonight um the atlanta hawks had their media day on yesterday and uh i was not able to attend so i want to see if one of my buddies can join me talk a little media day talk a little season primer as well um if you have any questions go ahead and shoot them to me shoot them to us and we'll see if we can get those answered we are streaming live also on youtube uh i'm probably i'm trying to see if i can get it on facebook and twitter too it's, it's been a while since i've been on the Streamyard platform so i'm kind of getting back into the the swing of things but without any further ado let me welcome on my guest mr uh emmanuel glaze who is uh one of the proprietors of the crush sports talk show with my guy maceo and uh if you know about sports in atlanta you know about the crush uh they have uh they go back back way deep 
into uh, the ATL sports, high school, football, whatever you name it, they cover it, man. So uh, welcome into my guest, Brother Emmanuel. How you doing, sir? Hey, doing great, man. Congratulations on 10 years, man. This is this is not an easy thing to do, man. But yeah, man. We, we, we to get that decade, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah, man. We've been very <laughs> blessed and very fortunate to to keep our credential and you know what I'm saying? And, and to keep, to keep uh, you know, just doing what we what we love to do, man, is talk sports and uh you know, cover these teams, man. So uh appreciate you for coming on. I just want to kind of rack your brain a little bit. Uh, as this was the first media day I've missed in a while. Um, I think I missed one a couple of years ago, but um, <clears throat> I just kind of wanted to, to, to pick your brain at some of the things. We'll talk a little media day, and then we'll talk kind of what we see as far as the landscape for the Atlanta Hawks of the season. Uh, I want to start with uh, the guys at the top. I know Landry and Coach Snyder <clears throat> talked a little bit um, and again, we don't have to go into specifics because I don't really run that type of podcast. <laughs> Was there anything that kind of stuck out to you in it? Because a lot of this stuff, let's be honest, is really just corporate court speak. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to say anything to rock the boat, you know, and, and media day is very anticlimactic. But uh, was there anything that either of those guys said to really kind of uh, get your get your get your juices going? Usually when I'm we at these press conferences, you know, they do give us coach speak and GM speak and all that good stuff. So I look at reactions to certain questions. And one of the questions I asked Landry was, with all the movement going on in the Eastern Conference, pretty much are you comfortable with what the team is now? And mm. to see his reaction was, we're going to see what happens and we're going to make the moves that we have to do. And somebody followed the question with that. Uh, Quinn just look like he's happy to have a job again. He's back happy to be the head coach of full training camp. He's just excited. He was dressed to a T. He had to she knew some brand new shoes. <clears throat> he looked excited. I think we all, um, this is very interesting. And you know, Landry's a young guy, so I'm waiting to see what moves he makes. He's following, you know, a, a system that was pretty much being built by another GM. What is he gonna do if this gets rough? You know, because mm-hmm. right now, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about it how good is this team? Uh, you know, I saw the people in the media day and I was like, okay, this is, is are we still a six receipt or that for, you know, what are we at this point? And Landry's going to have to answer those questions because this is his job now. And as far as yeah. coach Quinn, you know, Trey say, this is the guy. I mean, this is, now this is Trey's third <laughs> coach in six years, man. So yeah. if this is the guy, why is he the guy? And, I'm ready to see. I know what the work he did in Utah. We saw that, but he got released from Utah. So I'm ready to see. But they all were doing the questions perfectly and everything was good. And, they, and shout out to Coach Quinn. He was very answerative to everyone's question. You know how usually they get up there and give you that quick response? Yeah, uh, I watched the vid on, uh, I think it was on uh, YouTube or something. He was up there for like 30 minutes. My brother was preaching. Thesis statements and, and he was giving paragraphs and, and sentences. I was like, hey, I just thought I'm gonna get a quick sound bite, but he was very detailed with the answers and um it was very interesting. He was very I don't know if he's gonna be like that the whole season, but he was very he didn't give short answers, which was very interesting when I say the least. Yeah, I like that because when you when you when you ask a question, you know, I, a lot of times we know what we're gonna get back. You know, yeah. I kind of like when 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 Lloyd Pierce. I thought Lloyd Pierce was always giving us honest answers. You know, yeah. he in the yeah. beginning, I don't know if it was because he was a young guy and didn't know any better. Right. Um, Coach Bud, 
you know, he'll give you the same answer every every <laughs> no matter what question you ask. The mechanical. Same answer. You'll see it. We got to look at the tape. We'll we'll we, we'll be better, and we'll we'll we we'll <laughs> got to look at the tape. And yeah. uh, so that's refreshing when when the, when the, when they take thought into your questions and things like that. Yeah, very much so. But it was um, I was you know it was ten o'clock. Everybody was just waking up. I could only stay till twelve thirty because of other obligations. But uh-huh. uh, they didn't duck. They answered as many questions till honestly, you know, they had to get Quinn from up there. It's like all right, two more <laughs> questions, Coach. <laughs> We got two more, Coach. Yeah, because Coach could have probably been up that hour and would have still been answering questions before he left. Yeah, you know, everybody was on the timesheet, so uh, I, I give him shots for that. I mean, he, he's gonna. I think this is the second time around for him, so he guess he wants to be around, and it's going to be very interesting how he uh, appeals to us going forward in the yeah. uh, media and the post games and things like that. Uh, one thing that caught me in particular that he said, um, he spoke. He didn't speak much about the specifics about. Uh, you know, scheme and things like that. But one thing he did say, he said, defense is a decision. And I thought that was kind of, was kind of interesting, right? Um, It seems nowadays, and I don't know if this is because I'm older, teams are going away from guys that can defend. And the defense with this team over the years has been What's what's a, a a kind well let's just say inconsistent. <laughs> inconsistent. I like that word. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've always had an issue with this team defensively, but it's not even just the Hawks. I mean, like league wide, like nobody plays defense anymore, and that kind of mm-hmm. bothers me because I I didn't grow up in that era. But like, what type of what type of and I guess we're kind of transitioning. What type of team do you think this is going to be like defensively? You know, man, I, I I'm ready to see what we do at the four. Um, mm-hmm. to do that, I don't know. You know, we know we got Clint. He's good, and Aneka he can does does well at the defensive end. I don't know if our backcourt is that strong defensively. I know they do can get steals, but Dejounte and and Trey they did bring in Wesley and and um, uh, Patty Mills and, and things of that nature. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know if it's a a strong defensive team. And honestly, when I asked him about his Duke guys, AJ, I mean, and um, Jalen, that was one of the things he brought up. He said, they got to do better on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. So I think this team may have a long way to go to be the defensive team. We want them to be, I mean, and I don't know if we're going to be there yet. I, I still have some questions on that type. So that's a very interesting question. We'll see. This preseason, what do we yeah. decide to do with defense? Because it's—I don't know if we're that strong of a defensive team. You know, Bogey's not the strongest as a defensive guy, so I don't know if this is a strong defensive team. Um, they make him play well, and maybe we might have to outscore a few teams. But I, I don't know. What are your thoughts, David? You <laughs> yeah, think, I mean, and, and that's what it seems to me is. It seems like that we we just gonna have to outscore folk. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what that's it what is. I, and it seems like everybody's doing that because I mean, when you look at the moves, even Boston made when they got rid of Marcus Smart. Now, I know they recently picked up Drew Holiday, but, like, yeah. they got rid of all their defensive guys, and it's like they're going right. to go offense now. And I just find that very weird because I think a lot of people try to go in that Golden State mold of we're going to score, score, score. But what people don't realize, Golden State got them defensive guys. Like, in their heyday, you had Clay, who was, you know, first team all defense. You had Draymond. You had Iguodala. You had guys that could lock you up. So you lock you down. Um, exactly. I, I think people don't fail to realize that with the great teams, you know. But even when you go back to the great Chicago teams, 
Ron Harper was brought in there for one thing, and that was to be lockdown point guard. He was exactly. that was his job. But he was brought there, and you had the Dennis Rodman. So yeah, you can have a great scoring team, but who's the lock when you need to make a stop? Who's our guy that who's can guy? lock down a great player? And I don't know. And I, I'd be honest, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know if that's their this team's calling right now. So it's going to be interesting to see. To their credit, I heard Dejounte Murray say. Um, you know, that he has to be better defensively. And, and I was mm-hmm. critical of him. I was critical of everybody last year defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no stone unturned. And, you know, folks, and, and folks get kind of in their feelings. But, like, I'm not here for people's feelings. I'm here to call it like I see it. You know, yeah. I thought that DeJounte didn't play well defensively. De, uh, DeAndre Hunter. Um, I, th- I thought those guys, who they're supposed to be your top defenders. I think they need to set the tone, you know. Yeah. like Especially I hold DeAndre. Them, I, yeah, I hold yeah. them to a higher standard, and I didn't think that yeah. they lived up to it last year. So uh, I'm expecting more and better from them. You know, DeJounte yeah. got his bread. You know, um, yeah. Hunter, I, I think that he's kind of in a comfortable situation. So, I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully with the new coach, they need to understand, that, hey, if we, wanna, if we want to get out of this play-in stuff, like, we need mm-hmm. to play a little defense. And you mentioned it. When we drafted DeAndre, we were told defensive guy. I mean, we didn't draft him to be a scorer. I mean, he's a, he can do he does all right on offense, but we needed that guy that can lock down, and that's what we need. We need a guy, mm-hmm. you know, DeAndre. He was probably one of the ones with the shortest responses, you know, and I didn't yeah. work much on my game and all of that. But I think this. Well, is we know DeAndre. Game. DeAndre's always been a quiet guy. Every he even when he like came dude. in as a rookie. Yeah, he kind of like that dude, but. I'm ready for him to be that menace to do something that just stands out with this team. And I think that's what everybody's looking for. Um, so I'm very excited to see and, and interested to see with him, but you're right. We need that one guy. I mean, everybody says Clint because of his blocks and his mm-hmm. rebounding, but who's the D guy? Who's that guy that you can say, Oh, he, 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 he got us. He's leading the way for us. And yeah, I'm hoping that's DeAndre more this year. And then normally. Yeah. Um, um, back to media day, as far as like Trey is concerned, did you get to talk to him or was there anything or any sound bites? I, I did see one sound bite that he said that uh, if you don't think I've been disrespected, then you have been watching it. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And I thought in, in Trey did it in typical Trey, Trey fashion, you know, with a guy like that, he he always wears that chip and, and that's good. That's what he has to do. But I like the fact that he just kind of said it haphazardly was kind of having fun with it. Yeah, I asked him the question. I, the, I dropped that question on him. I said, since you were a group, Missed by FIBA this uh-huh. year, this summer. And um, do you feel like a, a guy of your talent is being disrespected in the league? And he was like, come on, man, you know that. He was kind of <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I'm always getting disrespected. But he said, I got to win a championship to do it. This is Trace. I didn't know it was six seasons, but this is That's wild. Season six season, dude. And, you know, I was having a discussion with a basketball friend. I was talking about Trey, and um, they were saying, well, why is Trey this? I said, you know, Trey's number, we always compare Trey to Luca. Mm-hmm. I say, look at the numbers and the wins and the things like that. There's not a big difference. Everybody just jumps on the Luca train because it's the hot train. Mm-hmm. But Trey knows the city of Atlanta is, is on him. It is mm-hmm. it's his. He answered a lot of good questions. He, you know, of course, they try to get Trey in and out. He's like, it's always with Trey, it's like this security and everybody it's wants to minutes. You can't really throw up, do a lot of stuff with him. He don't answer mm-hmm. your side. It's it's like the superstar of the team. But, you know, I'm interested to see. I asked him, the second question I did, I get a chance to ask him, without your guy, your, your alley-oop guy, your JC. This is the first year without JC. 
who is that guy that you can roll on with? Who you can do the, you know, that guy that's gonna be able to get those beautiful lives. Yeah, what did he say to that one? He said, There's some guys that can get up there. He said, oh, we got some new guys. But he said this is gonna be interesting for him without JC though. He did say that, and that's gonna be a very interesting thing. But you know, that's that gets that's kind of a hawk identity, you know. Trey getting around, getting the pick and living it up, and we flushing. That was one of John's best posters ever was against the Sixers in the playoffs because of that type of play. So what do we do to replace that? I'm looking for it. And, you know, it, it, it's, um, you know, I want to talk about my thing. When I look at the Atlanta sports scene, we got two dominant basketball players from WNBA and the NBA. I'm ready for them to be in some MVP talks around here. I'm tired yeah. of this. They ain't even in the, top 10 the MVP talks. We got two great <laughs> players, Ryan and, and, and Trey. I want to see some talks about them. And I think, this should be it's year six. I'm still tripping off that. We were there at the Georgia Tech, remember, covering Trey's first preseason game. We yeah. not six years later, he is. So it's time for him to be that guy. And then you know, we, and I was gonna ask you this a little later, but I ask you now. This third coach for Trey. And, and we can't just keep hiring coaches, you know, after a while to get him. And he said this is yeah. the guy who loves Quinn's offense. We heard that about Nate. He learned love Nate, and then we heard that about Lloyd. What are your thoughts about year three? This is third coach. I mean, I mean, this is a lot for a guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been very vocal about it. Like, he's not burning through no more coaches. <laughs> and here's the thing: it's not even so much that he burned through the other ones. It's just that right. when you're the superstar and when a coach moves on, whether it's fair or not, you're going to get all the eyes on you. So even exactly. if it wasn't his fault of him getting those guys out of town the perception is like, yo, you burn through them guys. And Quinn got that five-year deal, and they're not going. Quinn's got that five-year deal. DeJounte's in place. So, I mean, you can see the signs. Like, it's not he's not going to burn through another coach. And I think that – I think this marriage will be better than the previous ones. I think mm -hmm. so. I think it um, – it, from a personality standpoint, it just seems to, to seem to, to be a little bit smoother. Of course, this is just the beginning. You know what I mean? In the yeah. beginning with Nate, everything was good. <laughs> you remember how folks loved Nate oh when God. he first took yeah. over? Yeah. It you was amazing no to see the trajectory of <laughs> no, the rise God. and fall of Nate McMillan. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were playoff bound. We was hype. We oh my joy God. life. We were talking. About, you know, it was. We going all the way, and then a year or two later, we're like, what happened? What, 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 what yeah. happened? Trey's missing a press conference or he didn't show up for this. And we like, what just happened? What, what when did this break down? Man? So I, a, I think he gets very, it. what have you done for me lately league? Definitely. Yeah, definitely is. Definitely is, man. So I um so as, as far as the other guys, uh, I know a lot was said about the two older guys being brought in, Patty Mills and Wesley Matthews. And um, what type of and see, I've I've always been been concerned about like the nuance things, those storylines that aren't necessarily in the national media, you know, mm -hmm. you and, and Maceo and myself, we always kind of look at things from different angles. And so I've always been I've always wondered, like, what is the personality of this team going to look like without mm -hmm. JC? Because you, you and I were in that locker room, mm -hmm. well, to an extent. Uh, and we know <laughs> JC was the rah-rah guy. JC he was, was hey, guy. let's go, guys. Let's get it. He's not there now. So I wonder yeah. if DeJounte is going to be that guy. Do the vets, are they going to be that guy? Like, I wonder what type of personality this team is going to have. What, what type of personality do you think this team is going to have? You know, it's funny you say that because one of the questions that DeAndre did go into 
was not having JC there and having to be more of a vocal leader. That's the one thing he did. <laughs> the one thing like, he did say, and, and I was like, him giving short answers. Yeah, because I was, you know, it was like, hey, what you, what you gonna do your first year without JC? He was like, yeah, this I have to be a more vocal leader. And I'm like, really? Okay, uh, but that's gonna be very interesting to see. Um, I don't know. This is the thing about this. You know, I was looking at this team, and you know, I, I I got the roster still. You know, we didn't make a lot of splashes, but you know. We would bring up guys like Jalen and AJ. What are they going to do? What are their roles in 2023? Who's the starter? I don't even know if I kept getting when I was bringing up Jalen that nobody was like sold on him being the the starter. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody thinks he's going to be, but nobody, whenever it came up, they were, yeah, we won't see what he can do. And, you know, and I was like, interesting. So, you know, I don't know what this team is yet. And that's a great question. It's something that we can actually, hopefully that'll be the the, the, the question for 2023, 24. What is this team? What yeah. is the, it's supposed to be Trey's team, but what are we? Are we, are we a run team? Are we fast? Are we, you know, what are we, you know, what is the identity this? of this team? And I, I think, I, I didn't feel it. I think Quinn is a guy who can kind of figure that out, you know, yeah. Uh, a lot was made about oh him coming in early last year. And he even said in his presser, like last year wasn't no, you know, oh, I'm getting a head start. It was just kind of like me getting used to the guys. And he like now yeah. is like when the time the evaluation starts. But right. I think that if you're just looking at his track record, uh, he's the type of guy that you're going to have an identity. If, if nothing else, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll have an identity. I don't know what that identity will be. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out at the same time. We all find out. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Um, it, it's interesting. Um, from a personality standpoint, was there one guy this year that kind of stuck out? Like, oh man, this guy might be fun to talk to, just from like a personality wise, or were they all kind of robotic? Like, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. This is what I practice. You know, I only stayed at twelve thirty, so I only got half of them. But Bruno okay. was outstanding. Bruno was fun. Bruno's Bruno always fun. been good, even he, when he was a rookie. He was he was good to talk to. <laughs> and now he's like, I'm in year five, baby. I'm going to five. I'm like, he asked, you know. And honestly, I got the 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 real answer we got from Bogey. I think Bogey. He I didn't even know this. He said he missed the last two training camps. I forgot about that. Yeah. So when asked about his health, he said, "I'm gonna be honest with you." And, and Bogey, you know, he said it. If a young kid would have walked up to me and challenged me to a game, I would have to wait 30 minutes to stretch. <laughs> he said that's how bad I was every year. He said I had to yeah. stretch. He said this is the first time. You know, he played in the World Cup, so he played. He was if for certain, you know, he did his job. He was doing great. He said this first year he's healthy, so I think we're gonna have a real good time with Bogey. Bogey's gonna be fun. I, I can see that. Yeah. I think Trey's gonna be fun. I think, you know, for Trey, you know, the ones I was able to see, he always answered questions. You know, he's mm -hmm. always gonna be the guy. You don't he answer no questions. Him. I'll give him that. He goes, you can ask him any question, throwing it. He don't get mad. He just, hey man, that, that's that's what it is. You know, he takes that. Uh, Deontay is still kind of Deontay. You know, he does. Yeah. He's, but I think we're gonna have if Bruno's. I hope he's on the squad. I, I think uh, I think it, it'd be fun to be around him to see him and get yeah, Bruno's a big dude. I you know how big he is. He's still rock solid, big, huge dude. But uh, but Bogus might be the surprise fun for all of us, and especially if he does well. I think being around Jokic this this summer was good for him playing for yeah. Serbia and, and things like that. So I think this may be. Uh, that would be my surprise guy. You know, I, like I said, I didn't get a chance to see Patty. I saw Patty's 
interview. I saw Wesley's and, and they, they were OK, but mm-hmm. Bogey was the one that to me seemed to have the most fun. A lot of people like being around Bogey. So, yeah. And that's what I want. I wonder who's going to be fun to talk to. <laughs> Bogey might be our guy. Yeah. Bogey, Bogey's always been cool to talk to. Um, yeah. John was one of my favorites to talk so, to. JC was just uh, cool. When Solomon Hill, Solomon Hill was fun to talk to. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was always very forthright and just always had some good stuff. So, yeah. Remember, it, we it, used it, to be able to go in the locker room back in the day. Back we in always the day, running, pre-COVID, we running, right? We were running JC and Vince Carter's locker because we know yeah. he's going to get good responses from them. But now Vince would talk for thirty-five minutes on one question. <laughs> like you Hello? better had you better have be in good position. Vince would would. He, he was like Bill Cosby in the Cosby show when you ask him that one question. He'd lean back and they'd be like, oh, here he goes. Vince, we talk about 1996 before you know it. Vince Remember when he broke the 25,000? He broke the 25,000. We was in there like an hour after taking pictures and we was like, all right, dang, can we go that home? That was man? great, man. That was great, man. Like, that's one okay. of the great memories of my career, man. Just yeah, yeah. being that close to a guy with that accomplishment and how 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 how, how giving he was to everybody, man. So, yeah. And I'm, I hope we get to that, too. I mean, Quinn seemed to be very, Jesus, I mean, he answers questions. I mean, yeah. you you get a chance. He answers. He don't. He's he. You know, even during the press conferences last year, I said, "Okay, this guy's not gonna hide from. He's not gonna hide. He's gonna he's gonna answer, and he's gonna be responsible. He's gonna hold people accountable. I hope. But it should be very interesting in 2023, 24. Definitely, definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Again, I got my guy uh, Emmanuel Glaze from the Crush Sports Talk Show uh, with his guy uh, Maceo Hurd. Uh, you can check them out. You guys go uh, go on Wednesdays, right? Thursday, Thursday, Thursday at seven, man, on the Crush Sports Network. We on Facebook, you know, YouTube and all that as well. Facebook. Yeah, you can you can catch. catch you know how you know how to get at the glaze and hurt. Um, I want to go into kind of the roster a little bit. Um, we talked about mm-hmm. the four uh, filling the shoes of John, and 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 I think that I think it's going to be different. I'm not yeah. ready to say whether it'll be better or worse. I just think it'll be different, right? And so yeah. the two main stays are it's probably going to be Sadiq Bay or Jalen Johnson. I'm kind of leaning that it's probably going to be Sadiq mm-hmm. if um, for no other reason he's a vet, you know, um, he's just a guy. And, and, if, and if in that system, if you're just going to – if you're just looking for spacing and you just mm-hmm. want someone to, to, to shoot that corner ball three, Sadiq mm-hmm. is your guy. Now, unfortunately, we know what Sadiq is on the defensive side. So that is that is like the angle. I don't know how they're going to homogenize, right? And so, like, I don't know, man. Like, what say you as far as filling the shoes of John Collins? You know, a couple of the questions, and I'm glad I, I thought about this before I came on with you, is what lineup makes sense? They could do multiple things, and I think Sadiq would be a good starter um, for it. But I also can see – if they want to be that small running team, you slide in uh, DeAndre at the four and bring in Bogey at three nice. along with those other three. And that'll be a starting five for you. Or you go with the young guy, Jalen. Um, but I think it just depends on, and, you know, a healthy Bogey we haven't seen, but what, he's been three, four years? We haven't seen yeah. that. So do you let him come off the bench? But when bringing in Wesley, does that help you keep maybe Bogey in and all that? But mm-hmm. I, I do like the Sadiq going. Um we have to do something with Jalen this year three. I'm mm-hmm. ready to see what he can do. I hope they turn him the rookie up a little AJ a little bit more um, to do that. But this team is going to be very different. I mean, we a lot. I hate to say this, and I don't want to do it. Atlanta, you want it? Y'all were talking about JC wasn't doing this. 
we'll see now. What do we do now? Do we run? Do we, are we a spread? Do we allow Trey to penetrate more? Do we allow DeJounte to penetrate more? What do we do with this offense? It, it's very – and I know you – this is one of those years – it's interesting to see. You didn't know how much one player could be. And then you saw J- JC do the shot in Utah saying that there's not that many egos down here. I did so see we that, this- boy. That was a little spice. Boy, that was a little, a little, spicy, a little spot down there. So I was like, oh, okay. What are we, who, who are we talking about, JC? Uh, oh, boy. But, <laughs> but I am very interested. I'm ready to see what Quinn do. They, 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 you know, we'll be at the next preseason game. I think it's Tuesday, the first one. Um, before they go to Mexico City, I think they go to College Park too. And then, you know, to do, I'm ready to see. I think we got four positions locked. What do they do with that fifth? I don't know. Do they go smaller? Do they go bigger? Do, what do they do to lock that in? And I'm very interested. And that's one of the things I was thinking about coming on the show. And I looked at this, had the lineup sheet with me because I can't remember people no more. I had to look at paper, man, and say, hey, who, who's on this team? Okay. All right, we got yeah. Okay. Who is this guy? All right, yeah. So every time like they would bring a kid, you know, somebody I was like, who is this young man? So you look at yeah. the jersey and then look at the paper, like, oh, okay, that kid went to what you call. All right, yeah, I know him. <laughs> but um it's it's I'm really intrigued on what we do because you brought up the first thing before we got on this podcast, defense. Mm-hmm. What do we do defensive-wise? With- Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Without, without a strong power forward or a, a guy like that, so I think a lot of it's going to have to be scheme. To be honest with you, like I think yeah. it, I think they're going to have a, they're going to have to have a good scheme, because you have guys who are capable defensively. Like the, as much as we talk about DeAndre Hunter, he still really is a good defender, you know. But we were sold that he was going to be special. He's been good, yeah. but he hasn't been special. Right. right. Same with right. DeJounte. DeJounte, you know, made all defensive team. Yeah, he he sure was did. good, but he wasn't special. And 
when you have, you know, no offense, when you have Trey, when you have Bogey out there, you need yeah. special guys around him. Clint can only clean up so much, you know. Exactly. And big men exactly. do not, and I say this all the time, big men do not get healthier as their careers go on. Like they age like cats. I mean, like dogs almost. Like every season is like five for them, you know. Yeah. And so you have the progression of Onyeka Kongu, and everyone said that the Hawks have probably the best center tandem in the league, and I fully believe that with the Kongu with and that. Capella. Yeah. And people are kind of quick to kind of push Capella away. I kind of understand it, but I kind of don't, you know. Um, the young guy's about to get his bread, you know. That's yeah. another topic. You know, Kongu, Sadiq Bey are definitely up for, for um, extensions. And so if you're going to pay him, you got to play him. <laughs> and so you know that that transition is i'm going to be watching what that transition looks like yeah. you know and it has to happen you're right because we saw it last year and, and nothing against clint but clint has he's been a center in the league they have injuries and he's mm-hmm. had his share over the last few years with the hogs and, and yeah because it's the guy he, everybody see he he progressed a ton last year to me i oh, loved yeah, his progression last year and everybody's kind of like okay do we is it going to be what Clint gets the first like 30% of the minutes and the neck get the rest? Or how do we do this going forward? Do we see them out there some together? I think you, you have to, because Landry, that's one of his big decisions. Do you sign mm-hmm. this young guy? I think they'll be kind of 50, 50. I think they'll split those minutes 50, 50. And depending on uh, what you need situation wise, closing out, I think Quinn's going to make that call. Like, if yeah. you need a guy who's going to give you kind of more in the perimeter, that's Onyeka. If you need a guy yeah. that's going to clean it up, that's Capella. If you if you got a high Capella from the from, from free throws, it's going to be Onyeka. So I think the closer is going to be kind of dependent on what the coach thinks. But yeah. um, overall, you're in really good hands when you look at the Hawks in their center position. Um, I like also the- like to see less minutes on – Clint, so he can get to the playoffs a little bit more healthy when we get. Yeah, there. yeah. You you want to not, not not load manage, but like you yeah, want to load manage him. <laughs> yeah, without you load manage him, you want him to be because you get into these playoffs with these with these. Uh, you know, the kid from Philadelphia he slips my mind, the big boy. But you know, you want him Indeed. to be and be to be healthy. You want him to yeah. be at least some energy. His knees not wore out, his ankles, so he can. Because when Clint plays in the playoffs and he gives us that, he's an energy guy. He's that dude. But sometimes we just wear on him so much through the season. Yeah, He has nothing for us in the playoffs. And now yeah. I can see what you're saying, 50-50, where we put more minutes on and, that can, and Clint can rest and not play a lot more games and be ready for the playoffs because he's a guy that can help us defensive-wise, and we know that. And it'd be great to have two good centers going into the the playoffs that we can get there again. So. And, he, and the Hawks are in a position where even Bruno Fernando, you can throw him a bone yeah. now. He's a guy Absolutely. that you can, Absolutely. as opposed to the first time he was here, now he's a guy, he is a perfect third-string center to me. Like, you, if you want to rest Clint on some nights, yo, you yeah. got you got Bruno coming in to get you some bench minutes. You know, mm-hmm. I think that'll be a perfect situation. Yeah. And so by the time the playoffs come around, Clint's a little bit more fresh than he would be, you know? So yeah. um, I think this team from a depth standpoint, is kind of i think you're better from a depth standpoint you know because mm-hmm. you got aj oh, yeah. in his his next year you got jalen johnson his progression you got the vets in if you have a healthy bogey i think automatically off top you are better from a depth standpoint than they were last yeah. year this is the first year i was listening to my guy brad who does locked on hawks um good buddy of mine um 
And he was saying this is the first time in like three or four years that the Hawks are completely healthy. You know, you got a healthy yeah. bogey. Uh, a couple seasons ago, you had Anyeka Kongu who was hurt, nursing the yeah. shoulder. You had John with that thumb one year. You know, mm -hmm. it was always something. This is the first year, like, everybody's ready to go. And yeah. so if they can come out that gate, like, win a couple games, get them a couple games in their pocket, I think that'll be very uh, advantageous for them. You know, you said, what about the energy? That was one of the energies I saw yesterday. Everybody looked healthy. Nobody was limping. Nobody was, you know, everybody looked like, we're ready to go. Let's go. It's like energy. And you could tell that, you know, like you said, you would go to some of those, you know, man, he's still hurt or he's got this, you know, everybody's playing the first preseason game as much as they, you know, as the preseason, which we haven't seen. There was practice today. I saw on some clips of it. Everybody was shooting. Everybody was mm -hmm. doing a thing. And this is going to be very exciting to see this team start with, with this going. So. It, it it might sound sacrilegious to say this, but even um, looking at Trey Young and his numbers last year, you know, almost damn near leading the league in points and assists, <laughs> almost and like everything that he did. But if you watch Hawks basketball, and and if you kind of watched it from an eye, I would say you would say that Trey has to be better, which is wild to say. Like, and, and a lot of those guys to a man, and and to be honest with you, Trey would tell you he's got to be better, like. And I mean better not as far as accumulating stats. I mean better as far as situational basketball, you know, and that comes from up here. So you look at the guy that Jonte said, hey, this team's going to ride on, on me and Trey. He understanding that those two are the leaders. What do those two guys need to do to kind of make a progression? I wasn't – a lot of people were like, oh, man, last year it didn't work out. But this was year one. You know what I'm saying? Like this is year one of those two. Dame and CJ am, and John Wall and Brad didn't look good on year one. So, like, what what do we need to see in year two? I, I dare not say this, and I'm, I'm, for all the people out there, I'm not comparing the two. But there has to be an understanding between them two, kind of like LeBron and D-Wade did. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you said it perfectly. Stats were great for both, actually. Not too bad for both. But the energy was terrible between the two. Everybody thought there was friction between the two. Like, you know, I saw, you know, we saw and heard from fans if you know DeJounte was out there, the team ran better. <laughs> you know, but that's where I want to see Trey. It's not just putting up points and in, in, in stats, the energy, the leadership, the, the movement of the ball. You got your guy. There's no this. I think what I can see in year two for DeJounte to make that contract agreement to sign, that tells me he wants to play it. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think that he knows that this could be one of the best backcourts in basketball. So, I think we see a better product this year. I think you see a better flow between the two. Um, I think they're kind of going to understand their role. And this way, McQueen may do a better – this way, this why Quinn may be better at this this year because he may be able to get them to understand that too together. Um, they both look good. They both look happy. They, they you know, they practice with each other sometimes. It, it was just – I would be surprised if year two we feel the same tension we felt in year one. And we felt the tension as, you know, yeah. we looked at it. We was like – Something's not – they're putting up points, but it feel like empty points. Like, we had Boston game six at our house. We saw that something was still not quite there, and I'm mm -hmm. looking for them to um, – like you said, Dame and CJ, and, 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 and um, I expect them to 
clickbait. I would be surprised if in year two it's the same as year one. I, I think. No, nah, I mean it's definitely. I mean, and that's together. just progression. Progression as a basketball player. You know, yeah. you are you're going to get better when you work when you're playing with somebody. You know, and I think year one, you know, you got to work out the kinks. And a lot of people, I mean, we saw. You know, they had this thing where it was kind of like your turn, my turn. You know, that definitely yeah. didn't work. And I oh. think that for Trey, <clears throat> it has to be addition by subtraction. And what I mean by that is sometimes you may have to give it up or sometimes you might not have to take the shot. And it's hard because he's getting paid to take the shot. But sometimes it may be DeJounte who needs to take the shot, you know, and I don't know when that situation is or will be. That's something coaching will have to work through them about. You know, there are plenty of times the Hawks were just not good in crunch time, like the last two to three minutes fourth quarters giving up leads and <clears throat> that's on you know bad possessions like and a lot of the times that comes from point guard you know both of those guys got to share that responsibility but uh yeah I, I think I definitely think it'll be better uh with those two in season two I never thought that we would see you know I always thought the ball should never go flat when we got those two out there you should never be able to cover two on Trey or two on DeJounte. If you do that, the other one's going to kill you. You put me in the one-on-one, all right, I'm going to kill you the other way. But it felt like they, like you said, that's a good way you put it. Your turn, my turn. Nah, this, the flow of the game needs to flow. And if one is hot, you know, you really even look at Steph. Steph does kind of lead the team, but when um, Clay got hot, Clay was putting up 56 points before he was healthy when he needed Quick to. Life. Clay could get And you know what? And Steph was like, hey, man, you the man. I'm gonna get you the ball, and that's where I, I'm. I'm really looking forward. I think this team is one of the best backcourts, if not the best backcourt in basketball. And I put it out there. I know everybody's gonna talk about Dallas and all of that, but um, I, I think there's also Dejounte's first year playing with another superstar. You know, he played in San yeah. Antonio. It wasn't a lot of, and that's around. gotta be. It's gotta be an adjustment. Yeah. So now he has that, and he had to learn. Okay, wait, whoa, whoa, this guy can go too. And trade the same way, you know. Hey, this guy mm-hmm. can they both can go. So I'm ready. I think they say, okay, we know what we got. Let's go and let's get it cracking. So I, I would be really surprised. I think Atlanta's gonna have a fun team this year. I'm excited about it. I'm really I thought last year we we could have been more excited. I think we will be this year. Um, but it's gonna be very interesting to see. You got you gotta win ball games and you have to um, you got to get out of that mediocrity because they were just a mediocre yeah. team. You win one, drop one. You know, there were games yeah. last year that you should not have dropped. Um, so, yeah, like hopefully, uh, hopefully Quinn is good enough to at least get them over that hump. Um, yeah. I know DeJounte mentioned that, you know, the play in is not an option. I, I loved hearing that verbiage from him. <laughs> I would have liked to hear it a little bit more from the brass, but like talk is cheap. And, and I understand yeah. that. Like, I mean, yeah. there comes to a point I'm just like, man, y'all just talk, man. Go out there and play yeah. some ball. Like, I, I yeah. <laughs> go out there and play some ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I agree with, but I, I'm sure we both agree. A play in, even though it's playoffs, is kind of a disappointment for this team. It's, absolutely, absolutely. We should be hosting or doing something during the playoffs. We shouldn't be playing in to get in the playoffs. That, that would be disappointing. Yeah. Um, I think you've been around long enough to see the talent we've had in Atlanta for a decade now. This team is one of the most – is a talented team. And we, we, we should be – even with the moves in the East, we still should be, you know, one of those teams that – not playing in ninth, tenth seed to try to get yeah. into the playoffs, you know. So let's touch on that just really quickly. Um, the Bucks obviously 
um, made the move to get Dame. Um, and Dame is definitely a dynamic player. I, I still I, I still have some questions about like that fit. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think there's still some holes. Like you gave away a lot with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday was kind of like a glue, but like that's a whole nother thing for a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. Yeah. End of the day, they're gonna be really good. <laughs> they're gonna be really good. Um, and to be honest yeah. with you, the only reason they didn't get past Miami because Giannis was hurt. But that's again, that's for a Bucks podcast. You still got the Bucks up there. You have the Celtics who have changed what they look like. Their 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 calling card was defense, and now they you know they've got Holiday, they got Porzingis down low, and who's kind of been what he is you know yeah. but i would i would still kind of say those two are kind of the cream of the crop um with the philadelphia 76ers they got joel Embiid, and i don't know what james harden is gonna do so yeah. the 76ers they could be a one seed they could be a 12 seed i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's the truest thing i heard today it could be either really one of don't those know. <laughs> you don't know um, last year the Cavs were the four seed yeah. do we take i mean are the hawks are they Last year the Cavs were a four seed. They were fifty. They were ten games better than the Hawks. Have you done anything yeah. to pass Cleveland? The Knicks and the Nets were better than the Hawks. Yeah. I don't know how the Nets were up there. I think the Hawks jumped the Nets, and I think they jumped the Knicks. To be honest with you, but I don't know. Do the Hawks have enough to make a top? What playing is what one through six to ten, right? Yeah, playing six is six to ten. Yeah. So they had to be a top five seed. Can they be a top five seed this year? Do you see that? You, like, you brought up a lot of teams. Hat. You know, being honest with you, this is just me being honest. Um, I sat there and thought about the teams. You didn't bring up the Jimmy Jimmy Butler had they perm and the Heat. What did they? <laughs> you know what they did last year? Yeah. So you're talking Milwaukee, um, Cleveland, Miami, Philly, Boston. and Boston. Those five teams. Are we better than those five teams? Um, I don't know. I, I, right now, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't know. And I hope you know. This is me not talking as a fan. Just seeing the mm-hmm. talent that's out there. I think Philadelphia's a train wreck. So I think we may have better than them. But um, Boston, I do. And that's a great point on Boston. They gave away a lot of. They, they burned Porzingis, but you know he doesn't play a whole season. And I do like Drew Holiday going there, but I don't know if he's the same as Smart as Smart. Um, but. It, it depends on this backcourt. What do they do? What do they, how do they elevate this team? Do we become a problem for teams when you come in saying, Oh yeah, you got to deal with this team. We got depth. Like you said, we 10 deep. You can probably go 11 to 12. We have to. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if we better than those five teams. And that's what I have to, I really thought about those five teams and um, Cleveland was, you know, but, but what are the one thing those five teams have? They all got that superstar. They got yeah. that one guy that runs that team. Is Trey going to be, like you just said, we know Trey that got guy. numbers, but is he that, that guy? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. It's no shade, like, if he's not, to be honest no, with you. No. <laughs> because, like, these guys, like, when you think of the Bucks, you think of Giannis, Celtics, yes. you know, Tatum, Sixers, Embiid, you know, Cavs got Spider, and it's like, like and and I said this last year, there were too many nights when the other team's superstar was better than the Hawks' superstar, and That's that may exactly. not even be fair because Giannis is a machine. It, it's but ridiculous. if you want to get where you're going, 
your machine's got to be better than their machine. And it's not fair. Trey's a small guy, but like, that's what it is. You know, I, I, I think that, and, and and I think that the Hawks can be a five seed. The only reason why is because I think that Miami is going to drop down a lot because I, I think they that. lost a I lot. I think they lost a lot, that. but their point guard and I, I just I don't like I don't like the the like I just I'm not a big believer. I'm not a big believer in the Knicks. I'm never a big believer in the Knicks, but maybe that might be my own, you know, thing about New York. New York, hates, a, New York hates our podcast because we saw <laughs> yeah. every New York team. Um, I, I don't quite think the Hawks are better than Cleveland, but I think they can settle in that five spot. I think they can do better than the Knicks, the Nets, and the Heat. Um, they were right there with the Raptors. They'll be better than the Raptors. So, like, yeah. I think they can get that five spot. Um, and, 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 again, the wild card is going to be Philly. Like, yeah. What is James Harden going to do? That brother is a what I heard Kevin Garnett say, hey man, this guy's out of like options. Like everywhere he don't like it, it, and it's always the other team, it's always somebody else's fault. You know, it's always somebody else's fault with him. He played in 2012 in the finals against Miami. This guy ain't got he he long in the tooth. You can't read <laughs> it, you know. He got he ain't he no young buck no more. He can't be demanding. It, it's cool you can score, but and B's, he ain't getting no younger. It's like that. You make a good point about Miami. Uh, I just remember playing Miami last year. I don't know what game it was. We saw Miami out there, and I just could see Jimmy in control of the yeah. game. I think we have the talent to go against Jimmy and all that. And I would totally agree. I don't. I I, I would say that the pressure on, on them to be a top five. I think they are better than Miami. They can be better than Miami. But again. I want to see the tray. I want to see the New York tray. I always tell everybody what tray you want to see. I want to see that New York tray where he like, yeah, bring it on. You're going to have to see me. I think we're better than Knicks. Nets, I don't think that's going to happen again this year. I'd be surprised yeah. if they can do it. It was a do. nice story, but I yeah, mean, it was I cute. And I like Markel Bridges. <laughs> I like him a lot, but like, nah, yeah. man. Ben Simmons, yeah. I don't, I'm not believing in that, man. He said he's going to have this. He's a comeback. Yeah. Okay, Ben. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll wait for And you. the only reason the Nets, because they got out to that good start because exactly. they had your boy. Then he got, you know, nah, man. Nah, get out of yeah. here. We'll be better doing than that the this Nets. Year. Nets will be what 41 or 41. Um, let me ask you this before I go, before we go. I know, you know, how can we be a top four seed? What would have to happen for the Hawks to be a top four seed? To be a top four seed, Philly would have to be the one to fall out the, uh, out the lineup, right? Philly would definitely have to crumble and nothing would bring me more joy than to see Philly crumble. (laughs) Um, they would just, I mean, and, and it's tough because Embiid is so good. And again, like yeah. everything they do, it is centered around him. And he knows how to win ball games. They have a good crew around him. Even if you take Harden off that team, they're still going to be tough, yeah. right? Like because Embiid is just that good. Um, you need the Sixers to kind of stumble. And yeah. you need the Trey to be New York Trey, to be honest with you. You need him to yeah. be better than the other team's star consistently like yes Giannis is coming in town but be better like I don't it's not fair but be better than him you know um and you got to put it on your back and and if he's not able to that's what you got your dogs for that's what you got DeJounte hey because every night Trey's not gonna be able to do it Mm -hmm. you know so you're gonna need DeAndre to drop 30 every night not just against uh, who was that team he played good against? Like, like the Blazers, I think. He like yeah. he did really good against the Blazers. Everybody else, he was just kind of average. Like, you're gonna need him to have that type of night more frequently. You're gonna need everybody 
collectively to do better. But you're going to need Trey to be New York Trey if you want to be yeah. a top four seed. I think it's possible. How likely is it? I don't know. I think it's possible. Yeah. I think it is a possibility too. But it, again, it, it's it's he said he wants to smoke. It's the smoke is his Trey. It's your Absolutely. smoke. Absolutely. Show us you 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 said you want to shut everybody up. Okay. Here it is. It's your yes. team. It's your coach. You know, and you tired of getting not getting on FIBA teams and all that? Okay, show us every night. Be the star, like yes, you said. Sir. We know what we're getting from Giannis when he walk in the building. That six eleven frame with muscles, and we know what we're getting when he walk in the building. You know, all right, Giannis gonna be that dude again. Huh? <laughs> be that guy on the road and be that guy every night. You know, even like if you don't score a lot of points, be the guy where they have to do something to stop you. They, they go Trey right there. Oh God, we, we got to get on Trey. Make him be that guy. You know what I'm saying? So and one caveat there. as as we're closing. Um, even on nights where you're not that guy or nights that you may even be on the bench, you need to support your team like it just needs to be better. I'll just say that. It just needs to be better. You know what I mean? Like last year was not a good look when he missed that game. Like that wasn't a good look. I'm not going to bring it up again, even though I did bring it up. But it wasn't a good look from a leadership <laughs> yeah, standpoint. Exactly. And, I, and I banged exactly. DJ. I banged DeJounte on the playoff scuffle when he got in the rep. I banged him on that. Like. I don't care, yo. I don't I, like a lot of Hawkins. I mean, Hawks fans get at me about that, but like, I don't care. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, they both, and, and they both would tell you they got to be better. Yeah, and I think that's what you got yesterday. I think they know they yeah. can't be sitting at home watching games that play in yeah. games. That playing game was cool, but you got to be you. You should be home resting, watching the playing game, getting ready for your series, and yeah. not being a part of it. So. Absolutely. Well, either way, it's going to be a fun season. Uh, it's going to be Can't fun. Wait. It's always fun covering this Hawks games and chopping it up with the whole crew down there at State Farm Arena. Uh, Glaze, let the folks know where they can catch you and all your stuff with uh, the Crush and even uh, Optimized Division and all that jazz, man. I know you got a lot going on. Yeah, man. So we on pretty much every social media. You can catch me at E Glaze. He E Dub. I'm E Glaze OTV um, for Optimized Division. I'm on pretty much all social medias. Uh, the Crush Sports Network, we're on every social media. You can just type us in, you'll find us. And also Optimist Division, my nonprofit, you can find us there. Some just fantastic things we're doing and just supportive. And, um, and you know, this year number seven covering for us. You know, E-Dub been number four us. So um, <laughs> the, the, I'm just, and I'll say this, and I, I haven't said this to you. I'm proud of the work you do. I think it needs to be applauded, um, you know, I think the, the people don't know how hard it is for us as independents to do what we do, to find the funds, to get up, to work extra jobs, to be able to do what we do. And I know you've been doing it. So applaud you again for 10 years, man, and continue the great work. You know, we'll see you and, and work with you. And I love this podcast. Keep doing it. It's needed. Um, our voice is needed. And uh, I was sitting there the other day in the media room and I was just seeing our crew there and I was like, We've been doing this for a while as a crew. You yeah, know, we've been putting this work for a while, <laughs> and it's it's proud to say we're one of the few cities that you know African Americans really cover the team like we do. We're one of the few team cities that can say that in press rooms and post games. We're pretty deep, and we we've created a good niche, and people can follow us to get real stories, and that's what we want to continue to do. Man. Yeah. 
I appreciate you from the bottom, my brother, man. I love you and Macy. Oh, man, you guys were yes, sir. guys that I looked to when I got up in the business and, you know, just teaching me kind of the, the ropes. And even if you didn't know you was teaching me, just seeing how you guys cultivated relationships and how everybody in the world knows y'all, you know, and yeah. <laughs> I just always just wanted to create a good name for myself. And uh, it, it has been a journey, you know, 10 years and uh, working day jobs and, and doing this yeah. kind of like, hey, man, I, I still got to go to work in the morning. You know, I'm up yeah. covering, you know, trying to get content. <laughs> and so people don't understand that grind, but I, I appreciate the kind words. And uh, I look forward to bigger and better for, for myself and for you and, and, and your crew, man. So uh, on behalf of Glaze, this has been the Hawks Beat Podcast. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Catch us on all of our socials or even dabbling in TikTok. We're trying to, to get a TikTok thing <laughs> off the ground with the young folks, man. I work with kids, man. So they're, they're helping with me my, with my TikTok. So look for the Hawks Beat on TikTok. And uh, man, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him, show him some love because that's all he's showing you. L-O-B. We out. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.